Welcome to another episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. This is Rodney. Tammy will be joining us momentarily, but I want to thank you guys for tuning in uh, to be with us another Monday night. We know that it is the beginning of the work week. We know that it is not your favorite day, most likely. We also know it's the night of Monday Night Football. However, you are taking the time to spend the, the evening with us. Just for a few moments, uh, we won't be with you guys long. We're trying to uh, definitely uh, cut our shows back from two hours to one hour, but uh, what we want to do is make sure that we give you guys uh, something to uh, take with you the rest of this week and maybe remember six months from now, maybe remember six years from now when you find yourself uh, in a potential situation that requires you to rely on your mind. Uh, That's what we want to focus on uh, this month. We are going to to focus on uh, renewing your mind. We're going to talk a lot about transformation this month. We're going to talk about uh, just things that, that, that that, that need to change, things that we need to uh, reflect upon things that we need to uh, evaluate or reevaluate. Um, and if you think that there aren't some changes that need to be made in your life, whether they are great or small, then you probably aren't living the life that you should be living in the first place. And speaking of change, uh, if you have moved your trash can, we would definitely like for you to share that with us. Uh, for those of you who are new listeners tonight, uh, each week, um, each and every show, we talk about uh, moving your trash can. And the trash can is symbolic of just change. It represents something that we want you to change. So what we're asking uh, all of our listening, listeners to do tonight and, and and every week, is to move your trash can. And that simply means uh, take a trash can that you use frequently, whether it is at home, 
or could be on the job, anywhere that you have a trash can you use um, on a regular basis, and move that trash can, move it to a different location. And then we want you guys to count or see how many times um, you revisit the, the old location of, of that trash can. And the reason why we want you to do that is because we want you to, to recognize or to understand that a lot of things we do because we're creatures of habit. It may not necessarily be what we want to do. It may not be what uh, we need to do, but we do it just because we're used to doing it. We visit locations because we're used to visiting them. We take the same way to work every day. Why? Because that's what we're used to. That's what we're comfortable with. Uh, But what would happen if we decided to take a different route? We're still going to the same place, but what would happen? And sometimes change is necessary. Sometimes change is good because I guarantee you if you move your trash can and you understand how this works and you understand that, hey, I've gone back to this location three times, I've gone back six times, then it will kind of put some other things in your everyday life in perspective for you meaning why you keep going back to bad relationships. And we, and, and we say that not thinking boyfriend and girlfriend relationships or marriages, but it could be with your family members. It could be relationships with old friends. It could be uh, relationships with colleagues. But you find that we, we, we go back or we, or, or we, or we revisit locations or situations, or people, just because that's what we're used to. And what we're used to, we become comfortable with. And what we're comfortable with becomes very easy to us. And when something becomes easy to us, it becomes a part of our everyday life or pattern. So take some time this week. Uh, There's no time better than the present. So either do it tonight or do it tomorrow, Um, but move your trash cans. And then not only that, uh, we're still waiting for someone to uh, share their experience with us on the air. The chat line is open. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Um, You do have to be a registered follower of the show, um, and that is very easy. Uh, Just follow the prompt that is there. Um, you are more than welcome to type your comments in the chat room. Everyone is anonymous on the Butterfly Evolution Show, unless you uh, decide to reveal your identity. Uh, we do try to re- uh, respect people's privacy, and we we, we um, understand and respect the fact that people have jobs um, or might be in, in different uh, positions where they cannot reveal their identity, and we definitely want to respect you guys on that. Um, if you are listening by phone and you have a question or a comment at any time during the show, please press the number one and we will get right to you. Uh, I know Tammy has had a busy weekend. Um, I know Tamaria and I definitely had one, uh, but it was great. We got a chance to go down to uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, a place that I've never actually been to. Um, I've only... Uh, Scene signs, and I think I drove through there maybe once or twice in my lifetime. Uh, but it, but, but it was, it was great. It was great. Um, and we got a chance to spend time with my sister, her husband, and their two kids, and uh, really got out and enjoyed the day on Saturday. Got a chance to eat some great food. Oh my God! If you are ever in North Carolina. Um, <laughs> please understand that you will probably eat really, really well. And and I think that's very common in the South anyway, but we definitely had a good time with that. Um, I got a chance to hang out with my brother-in-law Saturday night, uh, one of his friends. Uh, We had a good time just kind of, I mean, we were out and we were at a lounge, but it was really a a chill environment. um, And it was good just to get out. 
Um, but while we're talking about um, renewing your mind and even that situation, uh, going down and, and seeing my my sister and her family, um, I'm going to start there. And then there are a couple of uh, scriptures that, that, um, that I have for you guys, too. And uh, please, please, please uh, jump in the conversation. But when we talk about renewing your mind, I remember uh, growing up, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna start with college age. So think, uh, think late teens, early twenties. And I remember at the time my sister um, had a lot going on mentally. Mentally, she had a lot going on. Um, she was immature. Um, she was spoiled a lot um, growing up. And I remember she had my niece. She was dealing with that and trying to trying to go to school and um, trying to get on the right track, but just had so many things going on mentally. And you could see what was going on in her mind playing out in her life. And so when when that happened, um, I remember uh, after she, uh, she found out she was pregnant, she found out uh, <laughs> the guy, let's just say, I'm not going to put all their business out there, but let's just say the guy was uh, doing some other things, and, and that really broke my sister down, and so she's dealing with that. Um, and then, you know, just just mentally – I could see where the devil was playing on her mind. I mean, she, you couldn't tell her that she wasn't having asthma attacks um, and, and just all types of attacks and, and, and calling me, calling 911, and it wasn't really an emergency. I mean, she went through a lot mentally, and it was breaking her down. But what I've seen over the past, I'm going to say, five to ten years, is I've seen a renewed mind. And I remember, and I don't know if my, my sister remembers this, but I remember um, at one point just telling her, maybe about, uh, maybe about, maybe about 10 years ago, I said to her, because she called me asking for advice. And what I said to her was, you didn't listen to the to the first thing I told you, so I know I'm not about to tell you anything else. When you are ready to make some changes, when you're ready to have a different life, you'll make it happen. And my sister and I went years without hardly talking. We would see each other, but there wasn't really a relationship there. Fast forward to now. We talk uh, quite a bit, whether through text messages or on the phone. Uh, we, we check on each other. Uh, she's been here a few times to visit. Uh, my wife and I just went down there. But I could see a new person. I've seen a, I've seen a change over the past few years. But I also noticed that her mindset is different. My sister is, is very mature now. My sister is ambitious. My sister is a go-getter. My sister is determined. Uh, my sister is positive. And because of that, she now has a different life. And she didn't change anything physically. Everything for her changed mentally. And when her mindset changed, all of a sudden she has a great marriage. All of a sudden, her kids uh, are—they are—they've got to be some of the most uh, well-mannered and respectful kids um, that I've been around in a long time. I mean, Tamaria commented uh, a few weeks ago that they—that when they're here, you don't even know that they're here. That's how quiet they are. They're not those kids that you see running around tearing things up. They're, they're just respectful, uh, well-mannered kids. They have a nice house um, down in Greensboro. Um, they have two vehicles. I mean, they they are doing 
very well. Both of them have been promoted on their job. My sister's getting ready to finish school um, in the springtime. And so I said that to and shared that to encourage you guys that what you're looking for, the root of it has to be planted in your, the, the seed has to be planted in your mind. Whatever you're trying to grow, whatever you're trying to develop, it it has to start in your mind. And so think on that. I believe Tammy is here with us. Tammy, are you there? I am here, Rodney. How is it going? I'm just, I'm really enjoying listening. How's it going? <laughs> Everything is good. Everything is good. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the trash can and, uh, we went over the, 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 the chat room and the phone lines, and um, I, I did share, uh, I think you heard uh, uh, what I was saying about my sister. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and tell us what's going on in your world. Oh, not much, not much. Just coming off of a really, I think, great weekend. I got to hang out with some friends and met some new people as well, and I've had just a, a, a great weekend, busy, but but still a great weekend. Um Looking forward to to talking about the mindset and renewing the mind some more. So I just say let's just get it going. I did hear about hear you talk about your sister, and one of the things that stood out is that you said she was ready. Like nothing was going to change until she was ready. And I think so mm-hmm. many of us we miss that, and we spend um, so much time. I was I went to a meeting uh, last week about this program called Peer Power, and I'll have to share share that information with you a little bit later. But um, Peer Power is a, basically it's just a, an organization that has college students go back and mentor younger kids, and they're paid to do it, so it's called Peer Power. But this, the guy that's over Peer Power, he was saying, you know, I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm, I'm not one for selling, and he and I got – got to talking about just that statement along and, and it it came to I'm not here to sell because if 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 I tell you what it's about and if your heart is in it is what he said, then I don't have to sell you anything. If your heart is in it and you make a decision to do so, then you will you will do it. So that was that was just really interesting to me. Or of course uplifting as well because I said I, I get it because we spend so much time trying to change people or wanting people, I should say this, wanting people to see the need for change, and they think, oh, I'm good, it's you, I'm fine. That's the way with, there's nothing wrong with the way I think. There's nothing wrong with the way I do my life, yet their life is at a standstill mentally, emotionally, which is going to pour over into <coughs> your your spiritual life, your relationships, and so forth. So it's, we spend a lot of time trying to help people that, I guess what I'm saying, Rodney, doesn't see that there's a need for help. And so we're mm-hmm. looking back on that for sure. So, yeah, I did hear about your sister. And, you know, I met your sister at your event, um, and so she must have been coming coming through it at that point because she seemed very um, – Maybe she had transitioned at that time because she seemed very on it. Yeah, when she when she came here, um, the, the 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 process had been going in the right direction for uh, I want to say about 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 a maybe about a year or two, um, and I mean it could have been more than that, but I want to say at least at least about a, at least about a good two years. And I mean, when you could really start to see things taking off of her, and I think another thing that helps her too is that she has a great uh, support system. Um, mm-hmm. Her husband is very supportive of her, um, and also she knows that um, she has me and uh, she has Tamaria and and, and 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 some other people as well. And I even remember um, her. Uh, I think it was her. Somebody was telling me, you know, how my 
my older brothers were, were kind of, you know, when she moved to North Carolina, they were like, well, what are you doing? And now even they see um, how she has, has blossomed and, and, and how she's not done. Um, I mean, she's 32 and, and she, she, she's not done. I mean, she, she's had her, she's had her trials and, and, and tribulations and, and I even remember her calling me, you know, um, last spring and, you know, and, and us talking and, and, and so I'm just thankful and, and just proud that, you know, that, that, there's at least one more person who's decided to uh, allow their mind to to be renewed. Um, mm-hmm. Because until we until we all do that, and and, and I want to stress, I want to stress the word renew. Because when something is new, right, it means that it's fresh. You just got it. But renew means that you took something that was new, that was once new, and you made it new again. Because when things are new, right, when things are new, we just got them. They are in the best shape. But as time goes on, they become worn down. They become old, they get scratched up, they get dense, the paint starts peeling, right? So that was your new mind. All of a sudden, your new mind isn't new anymore. So if you don't make your mind new again, if you don't renew it, guess what? You have that that new mind that has now gotten old, that is scratched up, that has been tainted, that has been dented, that has been bruised, I mean, it's no longer new. And so it's important that we make our minds new again. It's important. It's just like like buying a picture. It's just like like buying a pair of shoes. When you first buy a pair of shoes, I mean, so you don't want to take them things out of the box other than just to look at them, right? You you don't want to put them on because you don't want them to get messed up. And you're like, man, if I wear these shoes, like on one hand you want to wear them because, you know, hey, they, you know, I like these. I'm excited, you know. And <laughs> but then, you know, you're so happy about them. It's like, man, but but I know if I wear them, you know, eventually they're going to get messed up. Well, take those shoes and start wearing them, right? They're no longer new because now you started wearing them. And unfortunately, dust going to fly on them. You might, you know, not know it's going to rain and, you know, the rain might mess them up. You're going to stop them. (laughs) You might step in some dog poop. I mean, anything can happen, right? But how do you feel when you take those same shoes and you shine them up after you didn't had them six months. And you take those shoes because you're like, you know what? These are some good shoes. I pay good money for these shoes. I don't want to get rid of these shoes. But I can't keep wearing them looking like this because now there's another event for me to go to. So now what do you do? You, you, you don't want to buy new shoes or you can't afford to buy new shoes or you just like these shoes. But you can't wear them to this event, to this party that you're going to. So what do you do? You take those shoes in the bathroom and you shine them up real good. You wash them, maybe even put a little polish on them. Sometimes we take our shoes and get them professionally polished or clean or buffed. And then how do we feel when we see those shoes that was dirty two hours ago and now they're clean again? We have to treat our mind the same way because what's going to happen in life? You're going to meet people, and not all of them are going to be good. What are they going to do? People are going to hurt you. 
people look at your mind that that's fresh, your mind like you're hungry, and what do people do? They shoot your dreams down. Oh, that'll never work. Or they don't support you. They share everybody's stuff. They'll share Beyonce's stuff. They'll share Ricky Smiley's. They won't share yours. So we become these battered and bruised people, and then what happens? If we don't renew our minds, that new mind is now worn down and beaten up. And if we don't renew it, eventually it dies out. That fire leaves. But if we renew our mind and say, you know what, all right, this happened. But I still remember the vision that I had two years ago. Now, instead of me giving up on my vision, like we do with some of our shoes, and throw throw it away, no, let me take my vision. Let me sit down, just like I did two years ago when it, when it first came to me, and let me refocus, let me replan, let me... Let me do things a little differently this time. That's what we have to do with our mind. Tammy? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, and I I never picked the renew part out of, of, of this 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 verse. But when I um I like the word for renew begin again. That's one of the synonyms for it, begin again. Um and what if what if we got up, which is which is what we should do, is just try to get up every day and start again, not from where we typically start from, because I think we go way back. We go back to things and people that have hurt us, that have shut us down, that we feel we can't get over, and so forth. But to begin again, so what you said, even about your sister, the process had been in in full force for about two years when I met her. That's another important thing, the process and the num the number or the years it could take, it could potentially take, and I think it never ends. The renewing of the mind cycle never really ends until we're not here because life is going to continue to happen, But and things and people um, will will continue to happen in your life, and they it won't all be gravy. But so often we get stuck, and and many people are stuck in those things that have happened to them. They have carried them over into their everyday life, and so they're not living for today, or um, in most cases, not yesterday. It's something that goes way back in many things that have just taken up, you've allowed to take you out basically, little by little, which changes your thoughts, your mindset. So I love it how when you talk about renew, making something new again, because we, the the word tells us that when we're born again, that we, we we are new creatures. We are of Christ, which means, Everything is going to be, we talked about the Holy Spirit last week, but everything should should begin to be new because of who we serve and where we are. So I really like that word, renew, and that's a good place for people who are going to, I guess, get get with us on this Renewing the Mind uh, series, is think about renewing your mind every day. And then, Rodney, some, you said last week about the mind and heart, and I saw a quote some sometime after that that says, um, you can't renew the mind unless you begin to think with your heart. And I mm. thought about what you were saying when, when we talk about when we, when we think of the mind, we think of, you know, something different from the heart. But that was interesting to me, that we that we can't, a person can't renew the mind unless they begin to Think with their heart. And then the, the word says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so often we don't think about how or what what we think, what we think about even ourselves, what we think about our life, how, how um, or where we are in life. You know, people have all these perceptions of where I should be and what I should have at this point, and they get so fixed 
on that. And so they have this fixed mind rather than this mind that um, is about growth. It's just stuck. And, and that's what we mean for our listeners when we say you have to become unlearned. You have to be willing to, to turn that switch off and turn the, kind of go into darkness for a while because it's going to be a process. As Rodney said about his sister, a process in changing because you got all this this stuff on you, and this residue has been left from life happening. And again, you just kind of get stuck there, and it, basically the stinking, the stinky thinking—I think that's what they call it—the stinking thinking or something like that. We begin to just think through life rather than living through life from our heart. And allowing the Holy Spirit to change us. First to show us who we are and where we are and be willing to accept it. Rodney, not a lot of people, especially today, are able to do what you did with your sister, meaning being honest with her, being truthful about where what you were able to see. In love, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, of course, but being able to, to say, hey, if this is where you choose to be, I love you, I'm sorry, but there's so much better for you. And at the end of the day, people mm. want better, but they get so caught up in this facade, I guess, in this, this oh, I'm okay, knowing that they're not. I did that for a long time. Yeah. I mean, for a long, a lifetime, basically. And And nothing changed until I got sick and tired of that thing that wasn't changing. And it's been a process, a major process, and it continues to be a process. But I think a lot of times people don't want to go through that process. Because one reason, I think, because then that process shows you who you are and where you are. Mm-hmm. And kind of get scared. Yep. Kind of get scared. So, um I like I, I like that with the renew, and, and that's a grabber for the week, you know, making something new again. Great. Great. Tammy, so, um, Tammy going, going back to what you said about unlearn, we had to do, uh, when I was in grad school, we had to do an assignment. It was called Learn, Unlearn, and Relearn. And basically what it was about was, when you are born and you are uh, being raised by your parents or your guardians, you are learning different things, right? But then mm-hmm. at some point, those uh, those ideas or those practices are going to be challenged because just because you were raised a certain way or you – uh, were taught certain things or because uh, it's the way you've always done it doesn't necessarily mean it is right, right for you, or right for every situation. And so we eventually come to a point in our lives where some things we need to unlearn because either it was wrong from the beginning or it needs to change in order for us to move forward. And so that's the difficult part of the process because you're asking someone to abandon or to modify something that they're used to, and that's hard. But then if we do those things, if we do those things, then we relearn new ways or new habits, and that takes us to the next level. It's just like your take your hair for uh, for example. If you want to see a, a, a difference in your hair, you have to cut it, or you have to do something to it. Sometimes we get, I don't know, I've heard people say dead hair. Sometimes your 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 hair needs to be cut 
in order for it can be trained the right way or trained in a better way to get new results or to get the results you're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. And you know how people, you'll walk around, you you probably heard this too if you've heard, the, you know, dead hair. People will walk around and say, you know, people want to hold on to it. Why are you holding on to that dead hair? It's dead. Same thing we do with, with life and circumstances and the thoughts that come up come up uh, we instead of taking them captive and judging them basically judging them based on where you are where you want to go and how you're going to get there it's so easy for people to sit there I was doing a session with a young lady Rodney and her comment she was explaining to me how unhappy she was and how she was just kind of living for people and living for work and living you know for everything and everybody but her and she finally, you know, after I'm telling her that, that you got to stop trying to satisfy everything and everybody because you're losing this battle, she says to me, but isn't that what everyone's doing? And that has be- <laughs> kind of become the cycle for life. And so when you get people like me, your you, your sister, um, you, when you get people like us, it seems like we're fighting a losing battle even with trying to transform and renew ourselves and our mind, our own mind. So, I mean, mm. and this was a young girl who says, well, that's how everybody's living. That's what that's what's happening today. You know, totally opposite of what you said to your sister and probably the best thing in the world that, that you could have did for her. And then her being yeah. willing to change locations and go to another city, and sometimes you have to you have to change your surroundings. You have to change. I won't say sometimes. In most cases, it's like we said: if you if you are an alcoholic and you're going to AA and you're trying to get over drinking, rarely are you able to be around people who drink who are drinking consistently. You know, you may be able to pop in and pop out, but to make that a part of your day-to-day, it's going to be really hard for you to get over or through that time in your life of trying to to not be an alcoholic. And so the same with your life, and I just think people don't pay enough attention to their thinking, what's really in their heart, their actions, what they say, what, what they say and do and what they don't say and do as well. That mind is is everything. It's what you see, what you think, what you say, what you do, and what you hear, which means we have to be mindful of who we talk to and what we talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that plays a huge part in your transformation and your changing in the changing of your mindset. So, again, not just, you know, we just think about the mind. I don't even think we think about thoughts and think about our heart and think about, you know, what we say and what we do. You know, we say a lot that we don't do, and we do a lot that we never say. So I just think life ends up controlling people rather than we living um, from that spiritual internal place where we, we first acknowledged there's something something's wrong here. Something has to happen. Because if I keep doing the same thing, if I keep thinking the same thing, if I keep living the same way, I'm gonna get the same results. And I'm gonna get the same feelings. Mm. The same I'm gonna have the same uncontrollable emotions. And I don't see it changing even from um we have the the twenty year old feeling the same way the sixty year old feels and going through the same thing. And that, to me, says that people are conformed because age should bring wisdom. Not saying that young people don't have it as well or should not have it, which is why the word says, you know, seek him in your younger days so that you don't have it. That transformation starts sooner than later and starts before so much gets on you. But because we conform. And I think the, the one of the worst ways that we don't talk about a lot is the conforming 
mentally, in the way that we think, and our perception of life. And we allow the world to say where you should be, you know, for women. If you're not married and have children and a, and a degree by a certain time, then as a woman, you failed, or you're not you're not up to par. You know, so we try to reach all these goals that were never meant for us, possibly, possibly. Because what if you're supposed to be a wonderful housewife? What if? What if that was your newness? What if that? What if that's what you're supposed to re- make new every day? Is being the best housewife you can be. But we're in this comp- We have this competitive spirit. You know, women who work. They they say the women who stay at home are, you know, crazy, and the ones who stay at home say that the women who work are crazy and missing out. What if that's their thing? What if that's what they're supposed to do? And that's what, it's important that you know who you are and work on renewing that mind so that you know God's will, which is which is what the remainder of the verse says, that you know, and then you can serve him instead of trying to serve yourself, which is a losing battle. Because if it wasn't, then we'd have some happy people because that's what people are doing. They're, they're striving to serve themselves. That's their ultimate goal. Everything is, is, is about me, how I want it, how I feel, you know, it's, it's it's my world. You do what I want, when I want, how I want. And if I don't, if you don't, then I'm offended. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> it's a self-seeking world. Rodney, back over to you. Is Tamaria with us tonight? Yes, she is. Yes, and Tammy, I would I would. There's a lot that um, that was said, and I was looking at Rodney earlier, and I told him I was like, "Yes, good point." Um, I was I, I actually mentioned like stepping in poo because I feel like um, I told him I said I feel like I need to renew my mind because like today was a very frustrating day, and it reminded me of how I used to get um, and how I still sometimes get because I haven't renewed my mind. And so I like the example of the shoes because you can Mm -hmm. get a new situation, you can get a new job, you can get whatever. And similar to that young lady that you mentored or that you you talked to in your your meeting with her, um, sometimes I think we put more pressure on ourselves because we feel like that's what's expected, even when others don't uphold their part of the bargain. And after a while, you get tired, you renew your mind, and you feel like, okay, I've got it under control, and then you're back in the same boat where you feel the same frustration. And it made Mm -hmm. me realize, like, tonight, as Rodney said that, I was like, you know what? I have a new job, but I haven't renewed my mind, so I have allowed individuals to frustrate me or I've allowed situations to frustrate me, and I tend to fall back into the same pattern where – because I care about what I do, I try to do the best job possible, but when other people might not do what they're supposed to do, I tend to pick up the slack. But then I get frustrated, and then my mind gets worn out because I feel like I'm I'm trying to tow it alone. Mm-hmm. And I find that especially in the workplace because I know what type of person I am. Like literally right now, Rodney can tell you I am logged in working on a project, and I manage multiple projects at a time, anywhere between 15 to 20, but I'm sitting here going through it and making just minor corrections because if my name's on it and if, I've worked, if I'm working with people, I want to make sure that it's right. But that whole process drains me, and I have to figure out, like, how to make sure that I'm renewing myself so I'm not drained because – I tend to forget the dreams and visions that I have for myself, and I put all of this work and effort into something for someone else or someone else's company, and I don't dedicate that time to myself. So this, this, uh, the timing of this message is very on point is what I'll say. 
And you know, you know, Tamari, when the, the shoes, as Rodney said, how often do we we take the time to make those shoes new again, rather opposed to going out and just buying a new pair? And that's another thing we we just one of the things I, I've been asking people is when is more enough? Like how much more do you need before you have enough? And going back to those shoes, rarely will people take the time to take them and make them new again. We're always chasing. And look how we treat new things. So even with our, with, with, with ourselves, I think we kind of, we miss it, of course, trying to renew our mind and making us new every day. We get so caught up in the newness of things until we forget about the simplicity simplicity of Silencing the mind so that you can hear, making those shoes new again, and being 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 okay about. I mean, overjoyed about making them new rather than going to keep buying, buying, buying them. But what you said about the, the job place, you know, that's something. I had to get to as well when when I was working like and I had to I had to really start to figure out why is it so important for for me to to I don't I don't know how to say this but I'm just going to say it how I'm thinking it to be perfect on my job to have this perfect right. record to the degree where I'm working and these people are probably home having dinner with their families you know what I'm saying like yep. What is it in me that I feel like I have to prove or disprove? And oh, that, that's that, a great. And I eventually, right? I eventually had to had to to just stop and say, "This is my time. I'm closing the door," because you will become that person. They'll know. Oh, Tamari will make it right, and you're depriving your home—not just your home, but yourself, your your husband, your home. Because it will get worse. I that's a great message, Tammy, and that is very true. That's why I left my last job, but I can see where this one um, can potentially fall in the same place, just based on mm-hmm. how things have been going. Um, and you're mm-hmm. right. A lot of times, it's like, why am I doing this? And I think sometimes, like, you feel the need to make sure that you're doing the best that you can so people won't have anything anything to say, but they're still going to have something to say. And people will still make up things And I, because I've dealt with that already where I'm like, that's not true. That's not what happened. And they're going to say what they want to say regardless. So why spend that amount of time and effort? And that's something that I have to make a conscious effort to work on. I'm going to jump back. I'm going to jump back in here, and I'm and I'm going to tie a few things together. Um, uh, going back to what Tamaria uh, just said, and, and and what you said, Tammy, about living in a uh, self-seeking uh, self-seeking world, and I want everyone listening to kind of hear me out first before before you jump to conclusions, but. We have to understand something. We cannot be unselfish in a selfish world. You cannot be fair in an unfair world. You can't be honest in a deceiving society because here's why. You're going to lose every single time. It's just like, it's just like, when people used to say you can't take a, a, a knife to a gunfight. And here's what I mean. You don't have to conform, and you shouldn't. But don't go around expecting people to be a certain way because you are that way. Don't expect people right. to be fair because you're fair. But here's the thing. Why do you have to be fair with them? Mm. Why do you have to be fair with them? Don't sacrifice your well-being for somebody else's gratification or their advancement. Don't do that to yourself. 
Don't feel like you have to prove something to people. I'll give you an example from my own life. If you ask certain people, some of them will tell you that they're my friends, but even if you ask them, if you ask certain people, they will tell you Rodney doesn't do anything. If you ask them, right, they'll tell you Rodney doesn't do anything or Rodney doesn't teach. They'll tell you that. They've been stupid enough to say it in my face or in my presence. But guess what? It doesn't make me change what I do every day. It doesn't make me change the way I run my class. It doesn't make me change. It doesn't make me stay up late at night trying to think about how I can change these people's minds. I don't stress on the weekend about how I can change these people's minds. Because here's the thing. Regardless of what I do, I don't answer to these people. When I leave work every day, I am satisfied with the job I have done. If they're they're so miserable that they're worried about what I'm doing, then that's their problem. We have to start thinking about ourselves first and what's on the inside. Because, see, the, 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 these very same people, they are all messed up. They think that they're doing something. They think that they are, uh, that they think that they are these magnificent teachers. They think they are. But when you talk to other people, guess what? They ain't nothing. So why is it that we are killing ourselves trying to prove something? No, I don't need to prove anything. And see, what they don't understand is It's not your job, it's not my job, to go in and work myself for 43 minutes because that's how long my class is. That's not not the point of learning. But what my students will probably tell you is, oh, Mr. Jordan gets us started, and then then we just go from there. And then he just makes sure we good. Because guess what? I have, while these teachers, these other people, have a set group of kids, I have all of them. So think about the kid who doesn't know the alphabet and think about the kid who probably can say and read the alphabet upside down. I I have all of them. So I had to change the way I ran my class because of what I teach and because I have everybody. I have special ed kids. I have kids who don't speak English, and I have kids who are gifted and talented all in the same class. Can't teach them all the same way. So I have to set up my classroom to where the kids can move at their own pace. And I just go around helping them depending on what they need. But my whole point is this. Don't expect people to be kind because you are. Because I don't go around talking about these people. I don't go around criticizing them. I probably could, but I don't. But I don't need to. That's not where my mind is. My mind is on, now I have finished my school admin degree. Now I want to find a job in administration. Whatever else happens at that school, it it really is no Concern of mine. If it if it's not impacting where I'm trying to go, then it can it, then it, it 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 can just stay on the sideline. I don't care. Anybody who's not trying to help me get where I'm trying to go, they can stay on the sideline. I don't have to answer to that. 
But that's the world we live in, and we live in a world where people, people will make you feel bad for taking care of yourself because you should take care of them before you take care of you. How ignorant is that? And why the emotion when they're not taking care of themselves? Like you should take care of exactly. them before you take care of you, but they don't see enough value in themselves to take care of who they are. Something as you said that when you go home, you are satisfied with the job that you've done. That is a major difference. Most people are not satisfied with where they are, who they are, and how mm-hmm. they know they've allowed themselves to get there. And so now if everybody else's fault, issue, and I'm I'm expecting people to make it right. That doesn't mean we, we're not here to help people, but, but sometimes helping is also hurting because you don't allow people to see and feel enough to do it differently this time. And and, and it, it goes sour. And mm-hmm. you said impact, it's not impacting where you're trying to go. You know where you're trying to go. You have a plan to get there. Most people are so caught up in the world that they don't know where they want to go. They don't know even what they want to be and how they want to be it. And they're living in this this frustrated mindset, fixed mindset out and not Mm. thinking about making it new again every day. Every day. So, Rodney, with that being said, I'm starting to take care of myself, so you know I'm not going to be on here all night. <laughs> I, I, I am not mad at you. I, I, I do want to read the scripture. Um, it is, I want to leave you guys with the scripture. It is Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, um, and it, uh, from verse, 15 to verse 18, it says, For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might, through the thanksgiving of many, redound to the glory of God. The word redound means contribute greatly to a person's credit or honor. Hmm. And in verse 16, it says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm. What what verse was that, Rodney, again? Where that came from? That was 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and that was the 15th through the 18th verse. Okay. Okay. And I, I'll there are some more, but I'm going to save them for next week. <laughs> okay, I'll end with this, and this is one of my favorite. But I'm gonna I'm gonna read all of it this time. I usually just stop at kind of the the, the first uh, two sentences. So I'm sure you've all heard it. But um, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. 
it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously, I want to read that again, and as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I love that. We might just end with that again next week. <laughs> that is that is one of my favorite, favorite poems, and I didn't know about it until the movie Coach Carter. And ever since uh-huh. I heard it on Coach Carter, like I, I just love it. It is absolutely Do you have any announcements, Miss Butterfly, before we leave the air? Um, I, I better hold off. I may have an announcement okay. next week. Um, well, I will. I will have an announcement next week, but I'll hold off tonight. Oh. Okay. Uh, I think I. I don't think I shared this last Monday. I think I emailed you, Tammy. Um, along with uh, Tamaria and and some other uh, family and friends. Um, But my proposal uh, was accepted for for an instructional uh, professional development conference um, in November. So I will be presenting um, in Richmond, Virginia, um, at an instructional professional development conference there. That is through the Virginia Education Association. Oh, cool. Where at? What is it a school or? No, it's going to be at the uh, the Richmond Marriott down in downtown Richmond. Okay, okay. Well, congratulations. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And there's something else that that might be happening too. So I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll wait until it is confirmed before I say anything. Okay. Okay. Great. I'm gonna. I'm going to leave you guys with this uh and then and uh and then play the music but um remember if everything that is living is going to eventually die then everything that is new eventually has to get old. We will see you guys next week same time same station. This goes out to Cousin Diane down in Atlanta. Good night, everybody.
But I know 